Hi, my friends. Ian here, one of the pastors at St. Moses Church in the heart of Baltimore City. And since this pandemic began, at least in our area, we've been doing this podcast daily called Every Day with St. Moses, just trying to stay connected to one another, as well as remaining rooted in Jesus during this unusual season. Today, I wanted to uh, take us to a, a rather unusual passage in Mark chapter 8. Uh, this is about Jesus healing the blind man at Bethsaida. I'll read Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 26, make a few observations, and then lead us in some prayer together. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus, and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. It's quite a nice touch, I think, at least for those of us who are a bit more shy, who don't want all of Jesus' work in our lives to be out there in the public or on stage for everyone to see. Then, spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and said, Can you see anything now? The man looked around. Yes, he said. I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes, and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away, saying, Don't go back into the village on your way home. This is an unusual passage in many ways. Uh, firstly, this is uh, unusual because the miracle of healing takes place in stages. Uh, and it's also unusual uh, because Jesus spits on the man's eyes, and that uh, seems a little bit strange to us. And uh, he, he doesn't do that too frequently in his miracles. One of the um, things that stands out to me is this um, sort of smearing of the man's eyes and of course we don't know exactly what to make of that but the, the best that I've come across is there was a woman who many years ago did her PhD at Harvard on ancient Near Eastern um, idol dedication rituals and basically during those ceremonies after a, uh, an idol a little figurine had been crafted by a craftsman carefully. It would be taken to a sacred garden, and there would be incantation there, and uh, an anointing ceremony, really, where the, the eyes and mouth of the little idol would be anointed uh, with the expectation that this, that is this anointing that, that enables the idol to, to see and to speak and uh, then there was the incantation, the, um, the request that the gods would send their spirits to inhabit uh, this figurine. And of course, uh, that's quite a helpful backdrop to have uh, behind our reading of Genesis uh, 1 and 2, to understand that uh, what God, the way that our creation story is set up is telling us that um, human beings were made in God's image and the one true God, the one who is, 
king over everything. He has breathed his spirit into humanity. And so uh, I think throughout the Gospels, the foretellings of Jesus' life, as we see Jesus healing people, so often his healings are things um, that have to do with opening blind eyes, opening deaf ears, freeing tongues so that they can speak. Um, of course, there are other things uh, like uh, paralysis and issues of blood, but so many of these things um, are the bits of idols, the, the relational bits, uh, that often get connected to bearing the image of God. And so I think uh, one, one thing I want to draw away from this passage is Jesus' commitment to restoring the image of God in each of us. Uh, and sometimes it might feel a little bit icky. <laughs> uh, it might feel like spittle on the eyes. But Jesus has come into this world. God has come among us. And he is committed to seeing that his image is restored. His image that was fashioned into us in creation. Uh, that was marred by our sin. He is committed to restoring. I take great delight in that. Um, the second thing that I think is fascinating in this passage is that it seems to go halfway. Uh, when Jesus first asks the man if he can see, he says yes, uh, but not clearly. I see people, they look like trees walking around. And uh, the way Mark has sandwiched this in here, this comes right after a passage where uh, the disciples clearly don't understand uh, who Jesus is or what he's on about. They've misinterpreted him again, and they're arguing about bread. Uh, and he says, um, don't be infected by the yeast of the Pharisees. And then on the other side of this passage is Peter's um, pronouncement of Jesus, you are the Messiah, which is often seen as this amazing high point in Mark's gospel. Uh, and yet we all know that immediately right after that, uh, when Jesus is predicting his suffering and death, Peter says, oh, no, no, don't do, don't do that. Uh, and Jesus has to very sharply rebuke Peter. And I think this passage is this little miracle that takes places in stages where the man's sight is cured progressively, helps us to see what's going on in the disciples. That even they, who are living with Jesus day in and day out, are only progressively having their eyes opened to the reality of Jesus' identity uh, and work in their midst. And even Peter, who seems to be so close in saying, you are the Messiah, um, does not yet fully understand who Jesus is, and he will get it woefully wrong uh, many more times before he gets it right. And so I, f I take great comfort in that, too, that during uh, this unique season in our lives, uh, that Jesus is still at work revealing himself to us, being patient with us, and helping us to see more and more and more clearly who he is so that we might believe in him more and more and more fully. So um, if I were to take away one thing from this passage, it's the patience and kindness of Jesus in helping us to become 
more fully in the image of God and helping us to believe more fully in Jesus as he is. I want to take a moment and uh, pray for you and for me along the lines of this text. Father, we thank you that you are patient with us. And there are ways during this pandemic season that I am sure you are revealing yourself to us. Ways that frustrate us, ways that maybe uh, feel abrasive or off-putting, maybe like spittle in the eyes or worse. Uh, But we trust, Father, that you are at your great work of restoring the image of God in us and of revealing Jesus to us that we might believe in him fully each day each new day with what it brings would you give us the gift of new faith in Jesus more fully as he is in all his truth thank you for your kindness thank you for your patience amen love you guys see you soon